Hi, everybody. Part, well, it, OK, we'll call it four then for Jen. It's part four, everyone. It's not part <laughs> Jen is totally Why does it matter? Because it does matter, because it was meant to be part two or part three. That's fine. Part four. We might do more. With that. Yeah. Um, it's so... We've already had loads of feedback off of part three. And, um, and I just thought it'd be amazing for us to carry on more about the racist banter subjects we're talking about and then we'll move over to Leon and hand over same team again Jennifer Sayang actress singer and voiceover artist hi Jen we've got Donna Preston actress and writer Sarah Jane Honeywell actress presenter Leon Lopez director and filmmaker Adrian Hansel actor singer so we're all back thank you so so happy right this is last time was juicy I thought with all of the discussion and it gets a bit juicier today. This is actually quite upsetting. I've had this sent to me from a friend. I'm gonna read it to you and then we can have a discussion. So hi, Ashley, how are you? Hope you're well. I've just listened to your third podcast about racist banter. This was sent to me on, I'm gonna blank out the name of the musical tour that he was on. It was um, on WhatsApp, um, the group WhatsApp from a cast member for me, this was a defining moment, re-racial allegiance that alienated him from the cast and crew. Few people challenged it. The sender and the management took no action. I had to stay with that company for, a, for, another, for another nine months. There were many other incidents regarding race, too many for me um, to mention, um, and also for him to consider it um, a space for a black person. He was actually on the tour for 11 months. Now this was, bear in mind, he was the only black cast member. And this was a picture of, and it's basically, I'm not gonna show it because it's hideous, but it's basically got Corbyn, Jeremy Corbyn, found dead. Um, and then let me just, let me just open this now, actually. Right, Jeremy Corbyn found dead. And then it's a, like a very heavy set black woman lying on top of him with his little white legs poking out and it says oh Diane Diane Abbott is the main suspect right so this was sent to a whatsapp group him <clears> being the is that just banter a lot of people get slated all of the time especially when you're at that level we all know that so is that racist banter or is it racist is it banter or is it just unfortunate Adrian Oh, bam. Oh. <laughs> you know what? It's hard because, uh, you know, because, you know, when it comes to um, comical politics, the, the spitting image stuff, you know, it is quite full on. That doesn't mean it's okay, because spitting image definitely wasn't okay. That's why it's not on anymore. Um, but I, I think, would I find that offensive? I don't think I massively would. But I do think it's down to the individual. And I think if 15,000 people don't and one person does, then that one person does. Um, for me personally, I don't think I would find it offensive. I don't necessarily think it's... I, I don't personally think finds it as racist. Right, oh, my okay. God, am I wrong? Let's see. I don't think there's a wrong, is there? I mean, it's, it's no. your opinion. That's That's it. Um, I think that, should we just joke about something else, maybe? Mm. Well, there's always that. I see the butt of the joke, maybe. I think we might have to show this then, because yeah. what uh, what we did about the baby with the Pepsi and the bottle on it, as a, when we actually yeah. saw the picture, it was it's a different, different, it was a different yeah. reaction. So we might have to show this. Mm. Um, Sarah so Jane, what do you think of that picture, Ashley? <sighs> To be honest, it's really difficult. I've got, I actually did a lot of research um, before this episode because I was like, Diane Abbott, she gets a really, really hard time. Well, she's closed her office, hasn't she? Um, no, that was, that was the other um, black MP. <laughs> the other one, sorry, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the other one. Yeah, right. The other one too. Yeah, let me just have oh, a little piece. Oh, Lord. No, let me just basically... Um, so, Diane Abbott, um, she's a British politician. 
um, obviously. She's been um, serving since 1987 um, as a member of the Labour Party. She's held various posi positions. Um, she was the country's first black female MP and is the longest serving black MP in the House of Commons. Now, whatever, like, uh, uh, Theresa May gets slated, doesn't she? She really yeah. gets the hammer. But a lot of the time you'll hear people go, you know, say what you want to say about Theresa May, but she is a female prime minister. You don't hear people saying, say what you want to say about Diane Abbott. She is the first black female MP. You know, she's the longest serving black MP in the Houses of Parliament. And then she gets slated. It just seems to be a barrage. So... Um, there's just so many different things. There's so many things about her intelligence. It always seems to be. So I actually do think that picture's a bit off. If I was the only black cast member, guys, we've all been on tour. Touring is sometimes hideous anyway, at the best of times. But if you're feeling on your own, if you're feeling there's a, there's a bit of a vibe and you're not completely part of the gang, and then I was to see a picture like that on WhatsApp, I probably would have a problem with it, yeah. Yeah, I just sort of think maybe <clears throat> she's an easy target. Yeah. Like you say, you know, who are the people... It would literally, it's Dawn Butler, the other person we were talking about, and it, literally she's closed her office because of racist abuse. How many other MPs have we seen this being reported on? Mm. Sorry, that, um, you know, who've had to close their office because of it. I think it maybe is just, as I say, an easy butt of the joke those people would have sent that and they would have thought it was just banter, definitely. But like Adrian said, for that one person in the group, he's already feeling alienated. It's not fun for them. I, d I also, I'm just thinking of any other plus size, curvilicious uh, ladies in that sector. I yeah. don't think there are. So for me, it's just uh, shit banter because it's just a, a shit wet joke. Mm. Um, but I, I, like I say, I can't, I, I, without seeing the picture, for me, I, I don't think it's a racist thing. I just think it's a shit joke. I've seen the picture. Ashley showed it to me. And at first I was like, I didn't, well, even now, I don't necessarily see it as racist, but I see it as highly, I just think it's offensive. I think yeah. it's an offensive picture all around. And it's like, it, you know, some things transcend about being black and about being white, and some things are just offensive and rude. And, you know, I saw a thing on Twitter and regard, I don't know if it's fully true or factual, but it was something to do with like the statistics about, you know, people who've been trolled on Twitter and politicians and something like 50% of the negativity of all politicians who've been trolled was towards Diane Abbott. Now, even if it's, that mightn't be factually true, I don't know, but, I know from just, I'm not big when it comes to politics. I don't really follow it. I'm not a true, you know, I, I vote, but I'm not really a big believer in politics and politicians. I think they're all the same, but I do see an awful lot of negativity around Diane. And I understand that, you know, she made that mistake when she was on, was it question time or whatever was, so she didn't know the answer to one of the questions. And because of one, one thing that she got wrong, I'm sure it was only the one, everything she's she's stupid she's this she's that the amount of times people like donald trump people like theresa may and i know theresa may does get a hammer in but again is it also a fact that it's a woman in power who they find you know to, unless you're somebody like margaret thatcher and you know even then she's the iron lady she's whatever it's it kind of i think it's more to do i think it's to do with race but it's also to do with the fact that she's a woman and people have got a hatred of women in power yeah yeah yeah, also, like probably because she's good at what she does. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't Sarah, know anything Sarah about Jane. politics either, Liam. <laughs> I just Sarah don't. Jane, what do you think? I, I, it just sounds like it's full-on offensive on lots of different levels. A, because it's taking, uh, it's taking the mickey out of a woman who I don't know, but she's a human being and she does get a lot of stick, and I hate that. I hate that because because she's a human being and that's got to her. I, I mean, I've had people be mean about me on social media and it's, it really hurts, it really, really hurts. And so there's her, there's her race, first of all, then there's the fact that she's a woman, then there's the fact that she's a woman of a certain age. So she's 
you know, no longer a childbearing woman or, or all of that stuff. And then she's, she's slightly larger and you just go, wow, just leave, just leave her alone. I think just leave her alone. But for your friend's point of view, I can see, yes, when you're on tour, everything is heightened. And if you're a bit different in any way, and I say different in the kind of, if you feel like you're different, because obviously we're all human beings, um, it really hurts everything everything seems amplified and really, really hurt. So it just sounds like a horrible picture. It just doesn't sound very funny. No, I think what we've got to look at, if it had just been, if it had just been that picture, but it had been constant, there had been loads of things all of the time. You felt alienated. There had been racial. um, I do know that there were a lot of problems on that tour. I remember hearing it was hideous and it was a tour that went on for a bit too long, but um, I suppose it's just so difficult, isn't it? It's another thing that you see as a person. And if you are of colour, because I get what you're saying, Sarah Jane, it's like, she may feel different. She's bigger, she's a woman of a certain age. But then throw black on top of it. And it's an even bigger, it's an even bigger topic, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that's the thing that we should be sensitive of, or that people maybe need to realise that can be a sensitive thing, that it can, to you, just be banter but it can so easily be construed as something else because there is that element to it. I guess, like, we're in danger of saying, like, can we not joke about anything? You know, are we getting too politically politically correct? Potentially, but it's like what I was saying in part one, that, you know, we need to go full circle. And until we have all got that fucking stamp... swearing again, I'm really sorry, bad language. She's at the wine! (laughs) It's all coming out! (laughs) So we've got that stamp of approval to kind of say, yeah, I'm certified in this and properly clued up and woke, then you don't get to joke about that. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry if I'm being naive to this, but I don't... um, I don't see a racist... Um, thing on this at all. It's just fat shaming. Right. I think that's, again, I think that's the nuance as well. I think I think it could easily be that, but it so can easily be the other thing as well. <laughs> if you're that black person, you're probably thinking, yeah. oh, it's because yeah, I'm not a jo- But there's not a joke uh, coming from being black mm. because it's not, if, 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 if that was the joke, uh, it, the there'd be a, a profile weight black person sat on him, but it's not, it's a, it's, it's a larger lady sat on him, suffocating him until he dies. No, it's, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm laughing because it sounds quite funny. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's su- this one's such a difficult yeah. one. I feel I like, like it's a... It's such a huge. Go on, Sarah. Is it into context that you say that he, that this person, I don't know if it's a girl or a boy, but they've had a barrage of of stuff. And I think on tour, if you're if there's been a lot of little snipes, little are they called microaggressions and things of mm. of little racist comments and stuff, then that seeing that is really going to come on top of you and really going to and it's just going to be too much. And it just sounds to me the picture aside that the people on that tour were not very nice and were very racist or certainly use their hatred of that person with race in a racist way that makes sense the no action being taken because as the company manager we know what it's like when these things kick off sometimes company managers are backed into a corner anyway but if that company manager had come down and said guys can we a bit be a bit mindful of what we're sending on group whatsapps yeah and yeah. that's, that's all I'm saying. It might be funny to one person, it might not be funny to another. But yeah. if you are that person that hasn't found it funny and you've raised concern, I don't know if that's... I mean, I have an issue with group WhatsApps in general, to be honest, especially when it comes to being on tour. Because I do think there becomes a whole hierarchy system where it's like, are you in the group? Are you out of the group? What can you send on the group? Who's getting invited? Is there a subgroup that sets up on it? I do think it goes back to that whole kind of bullying culture. And I think, I mean, me personally, I try and opt out of group WhatsApps anyway, just for that plain, simple reason. Um, And then... If there is something, I mean, I guess if someone's brazen enough to put it in a group and they're mindful of who the people are that are in it, you think, well, in their mind, they've either done it, A, to instigate 
an issue with this person who they think might have a problem with it, or they've just blindly done it thinking it's a bit of banter. Then let's, let's look at it like this. They found a picture of a larger black lady, her legs, and she's on top of a slender white guy. And all you see is the legs of both. And they've gone, oh, that's a black, who's famous? Oh, Diane Abbott. And who's, you know, close to Jeremy Corbyn. Oh, that'd be funny. Someone's made a meme out of that and put it out there. It's like, is it a race thing? Is it more connotations of, you know, the fact that people think that she's got more power over him? There's so many things that could be read into it. And it's what Jen said before. We have to think like, we've got to, what, how far is too far? you know, with the whole PC thing. And it's a case of going, well, if it's something that you think, if it's a low form of comedy, it's like what we were talking about later. If it's something that's offensive towards somebody, you know, it's like there could have been a larger black girl in the cast. Obviously, would they have sent it if there was a larger black girl in the cast? No, and not because of a race thing, just because she might have been offended by it. And if the answer is no, and you think someone's going to be offended by it, then maybe it's not right to send it. I don't know. That's really good. I think you know. Yeah, I think we've explored that. Well done. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Leon, I'm going to hand this over to you because it's about I May Destroy You, representation on screen, um, the incident that you had with the, um, the journalist who wrote that article that we're going to talk about. Um, can we start, start, give us a bit um, of Yes, yeah, so basically I just thought it'd be interesting to kind of, we touched on it, I think Adrian brought it up towards the end of the last one about kind of seeing yourself on screen and as a person, you know, being able to identify with characters because you see yourself and it's like, I don't know, I'm a little bit congested today, sorry my sinuses, I keep going a bit dizzy, so if I pass out, please, if not, please, you know, oh. 999, I'll send you my address. That's what they all say in short. like an episode of EastEnders, yeah, yeah. by No, it's coming on, I'm like, wait a minute, I need a sip of tea. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, so basically I mean how many people have seen any has, has anyone seen even an episode of it I May Destroy You yeah, yeah. Um, no spoilers I've got a few episodes left I have as well no spoilers so this isn't it so basically what happened was we were on um, I was on Facebook and there's a guy and I feel a bit but I say I said it in another somebody like another interview that I'd done and I felt like when I was saying what he said, I kind of started doing impressions and I don't really know the guy and he's probably not even like the way I was doing it. So I hope I don't kind of try and, um, I'm not too deflammatory in my um, putting across my points, but basically he'd said how he'd watched the show and he thought it was great, but you know, I think it could have been done in half the episodes and they stretched it out because there was stuff that wasn't really relevant and that, you know, without being too spoiled, like I think most people know that it's about um, an assault, part, one of the main strands is about an assault of the lead character. And they were saying, I wanted to just see that the whole way through from beginning to end and the journey of that. And the rest of it could have gone. Oh, however, I did love the characters and I thought this character was really good and that, you know, the, the best friend was good, the Papa's character was really good. And I would have liked to have those to be explored a little bit more, and, you know. So then I'd kind of commented, well, uh, oh, and somebody had said how it was groundbreaking, and I think he'd questioned. The other said, I don't think it was groundbreaking, but he was like, oh, kind of trying to understand why it was groundbreaking. And I put, well, you know, it was extremely groundbreaking. You know, it wasn't, I said, and the part, the reason why it was so important was not necessarily about, like, the fact of the main storyline going through, it was really important. It was very important. You know, it's something that we, it's, it was portrayed in a way that we don't normally see. But for me, what was equally important was the portrayal of these different characters of colour, black characters who were seen from every different walk of life. You know, it wasn't just the bouncer. It wasn't just the, I keep saying the bouncer because I played a bouncer once and something. But, you know, it wasn't just the drug dealer. It wasn't just, you know, the, the bad characters or the poor people. You know, you had professionals who had office jobs. You've got an aspiring writer. You've got an actress. You've got, you know people of every different walk of life and every single one of them was black and then he was like oh well I'm not disputing that I said that you know those characters I wanted to see more of and then he said it was an issue with a substrand of her having a relationship with somebody um another a relationship that she's having and I was like but that was equally important I said because trying to break down why she was in, how she was in this relationship and how why she acted the way she was was partly because of a culture, partly because of a relationship with a father, partly because of her relationships with her friends and things that had affected her, which that if you didn't see all of those smaller points and if you didn't see all of that in the journey of it, and let's not forget the most important part, this strong black female character, 
it wouldn't have the same effect all the way through. That was just as important, if not more important, seeing this strong black female character on a mainstream television show, you know, who was kind of all of these storylines, the storylines to do with like um, man on man rape, all kinds of things that if it was 12 months ago and somebody pitched that script to a network, they'd have gone, oh, it's too niche and, you know, we can't put this on mainstream TV or nobody wants to watch it. Like everybody in it was black. In fact, it was, I don't even think there was a, I think there was a half Egyptian guy. Like I was looking at it going, oh, there's no mixed race people in it. <laughs> it was like, oh, I, you know, but again, amazing. The fact that you've got a predominantly all black cast in a mainstream television show that without actually being the hook of to what why to watch it if we all remember you know last year or the year before there was a big thing on the bbc about sophia canedo and adrian lester oh two leading black male actors it was a big selling point and a stamp and it was like hang on a minute that shouldn't be a selling point whereas with this show it's not it's just the show is the show and i was like if you can't see the relevance of all those little incidental bits then you know it's because the reason why you can't see is because you can't see yourself in those roles, in the, in those characters, so therefore you can't identify with them. Does that make sense? Makes yeah. perfect sense. So I don't even know how we can even get into a discussion. About it there are so many things there that you're mentioning, Leon, and they are so so poignant. So many things. Not seeing those what he perceives to be small things, because he can't recognise himself is what a lot, you know, well, I can speak for myself, that's my existence mm. with mainstream television, generally. Unless it's like you're saying, Sophie Ocanedo and Adrian Lester, wow, you know, big deal. They are the exception to the rule. They are not the mainstream. They are the alternative black-led thing, the go-to for the other culture or the... You know, that's one point um, that that you raised that is just so strong. There was another article about it, and uh, and it was this um, it was this journalist saying, you know, it just did, really didn't matter that they were black; they were full-bodied, rounded characters who we could completely relate to. Their color was nothing, to, and it, actually, it was like it was such a shock to her that she mm. was invested in these. Mm fully rounded, hugely complex black characters. And my what I worry about, just in terms of, I mean, I can't speak for it, but the black female experience, it's so, like on television, they're either married to a white man or they're um, going, th or they're a copper, or, they're, they're, or if they are married, or if there's been an affair, like there, there was a really big drama with, Who's that? She won with Jill Halfpenny. It was about the ch child abuse in Hollywood. Can't, the name escapes me. We will put a link to it. Um, and he was married to the black man, was married to Jill Halfpenny. And he had, so they had mixed race kids and his ex had his son, but she was black. So the, the, the ex was the smaller part. Do you see what I mean? Which was, so I think you're so right to see a black female in that part in a lead, in a leading role where it wasn't about her colour or it it's wasn't massive. It, it was, it's absolutely maybe I can say that it's massive and all those things that she's put in there just speak directly to me and I'm, and so many other people but it's it's groundbreaking for me because it's not the norm and and I deserve to be able to look at something on screen on in mainstream telly and recognize myself to be able to aspire to it, to learn from it, to, to sh see that I exist elsewhere, you know, relate to it as everybody does, I think is partly the point you were making. Yeah. And so, I mean, Donna, Sarah Jane, what, for you, um, obviously growing up, you would have seen lots of different versions of yourself of what you were going to be does this does any of this resonate of women anyway get a hard time so but i think with black women it's it's another it's it's, it's like yeah, socialized. yeah. yeah. i say sorry before the girls come in the ladies sorry do you know what you need to watch it as well obviously you know everybody i'm not because 
take again i think we can't take the blackness out of it we shouldn't take the blackness out of it but actually what she does for women what she does like there's a scene where she's on the bed with a lover and i'm not telling you what happened and i was like and normally you'd think oh you're not gonna go there but it was so cleverly done it was she literally encapsulates the things that i know from as as a gay man my female speaking to my female friends that you know what they probably wouldn't have even got away with a white woman doing that part but because she was the creator and owned it she was like you know what i'm going there i'm showing this she empowers like not just people of color she empowers women and all of these little things that you think god the stuff that like that's one of the strands that he never said that moment but if he would have took that strand out that'd be gone for a woman to be able to go oh i've been there i can identify with that or even i haven't been there but i've always worried what happens if that happens she's an absolute dawn for it and i don't know the woman i've never met her you know i'd seen a little bit of some of the stuff that she'd done before but i thought to be that brave and to get that pushed through every single moment within yeah. that is relevant there's not one thing in it that's a filler do you know what I mean? It's like, it's so, it's so powerful on every level. And then to put on top of that, the fact that it's black characters, you know, it's kind of seeing the kids in school. I, you know, in the time when I was probably in school, you know, and the way that they were treated and their interactions with all, you know, I think that there was a, like, there were lots of friends from all different ethnicities there. And I thought, God, I went through that. I beam of the group of friends who were like that. And, you know, you never get to see that again, you know, or never have it to be, shown in such a realistic way you know there's the black gay character who's a best friend and it's like the stuff that he's going through and this like he's dark skinned but you know me as a mixed race person having similar type of similar type of things happen to me as a gay man and my my relationships with intimacy and you know struggling because of how society sees me and then again like Michaela's her relationship her character's relationship with a father who's not around but I'm not the way a mother's relationship with it and I thought like my mum's white but my mum's relationship with like my dad and well I just thought god I've never seen it so well-rounded and so clearly put together in a way that I can relate to oh sorry I've gone off again go on <laughs> actually I want to bring this over to the girls I actually spoke to a white female really close friend of mine and she said she watched it and she was like it's just not my world I'm a white middle-class female um and then but I did, what really jumped out of the conversation to me, she said, um, you know, she's really like, she's, she's quite odd looking. She's got really big lips. Oh, for goodness sake. I thought, right, this is <sighs> really what a thing to say. What, she's got really big lips. And I thought, okay, well, what do you want me to say to that? And, Number two, that sh oh, it's, it's, it's such a, the fact, I mean, it's a, such a complex drama. We shouldn't be thinking about the size of our lips. Do you know what I mean? Hand it over to Sarah Jane. Well, I haven't seen it, but it sounds amazing. And what I will say is, it's made my heart feel really um, big, like it's grown, like the Grinch. Just watching Jennifer and, um, Leon, why for a minute? I was like, what is his name? Lopez. His name's Lopez. And Leon, talk about it because I felt like I saw their inner child pop out, and and it's made me feel quite emotional for them because it it, it the way you both just described that, I could see what you missed out on as children by not having those role models to look up to and not role models, but just people that you can identify with that understand what you're going through. And to sit here, even on Zoom and watch you both. And I was really watching you both. And it was like, your, your souls came out of themselves. And I could see that child so excited that finally somebody understood. And so I can't comment in any way, apart from as a bystander to say, this is obviously a really, really important show but it but it's also really really important that we think about those young black children that don't have that and need that because just watching them was just it, it was amazing it was I magical questions here so what you know because obviously what inspired you to want to get into entertainment was the so was it what or what do you remember um as a as a young person seeing on television that you could related you have anything that springs to mind 
oh my God, I'm so ashamed. But I'm not ashamed because everybody knows this, that like all my really, really good friends know this. Um, so I, I wanted to be Barbara Windsor. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I am that. I just loved Carry On and I just wanted my boobs to pop out in a, a camping thing. <laughs> it was my dream. And I did my land for exams and I remember I was about seven and the examiner saying to me uh, so why do you want to be an actress and I was like because I want to be like Barbara Windsor and she was just like that right pass <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my really sad tale about me but identifying with people she's probably the only one I am a I am a nutcase I am a nutcase you probably yeah I am a nutcase so quite often when I do watch <laughs> <laughs> when I watch things on TV, I don't really understand what's going on. I don't really understand what's going on a lot of life. In a lot of times in my life, I look at situations and I think, why don't why why are they just not saying what they think? Why I don't <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. So I feel confused a lot of the time. Um, and I think that's probably why I did feel so emotional watching you guys. Because I was like, oh, this is so nice. It's like it was. <laughs> like the fairies came to help you or something so so yeah I think Barbara Windsor was my inspiration and as far as identifying with people on tv I, I don't I probably identify with the never-ending story and the nothing I understand all about those sort of things but with every, yeah but it's broad <laughs> You've got like the carry on films and then you've got never ending story, all of yeah. these different things. Donna, what about you in terms of what inspired you when you were growing up watching TV? Well, I didn't really have a TV though. So I think <laughs> my mother, I've never, never said that in my life, my mother, uh, my mum inspired me because she was very funny. Um, she is very funny. She's not dead. Oh, Lord, that got weird, didn't it? <laughs> oh, crikey, Lord. Please, Mother. Your mum, you're right. I'm going to bring her tonight. Um, so she inspired me. I didn't actually have a TV until I was, like, probably teenager. So I think I'm out of this equation. Sorry about that. I can't really answer that. But then it must have come from somewhere, which is also interesting in itself, I think. Because I put so much onus on, oh, these things I'm missing out on, not seeing black women on screen in the mainstream, etc. Obviously, it comes from other places. And obviously, I find aspiration from lots of white women too but you must have was it just within you possibly i'm not really sure to be honest also i have a very bad memory so i don't have a chuffing clue what i did last week babe <laughs> so i don't really know um but what i can say i have seen i may destroy you and i think everyone should watch it even if it isn't your cup of tea, because it's not just about one thing. It mm. is literally like, a, it's a feast for the eyes. It's a feast for the heart. It's, it's, it's a thinker and also it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And yeah, you can't relate if you're not black, but also in terms of womenhood, uh, womanhood, womanhood, um, and, and the, 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 the the main issue that goes on within there i think a, a lot of women can relate to that but this is what but this is what makes me when people say you know not that you said this but you can't relate if you're not black but when i watch happy valley or yeah. any of these things i am completely related. Sure. yeah i love it i watch every episode i am in mm. i love sarah lancashire she's amazing do you know what i mean so I can relate to that. Why are people? Why do people turn around and go? I can't relate to that because it's just not my story. I'm a middle class white woman. What is that? I don't understand that. I don't understand that, and that, so I can't. I can't say. I just. It's just people being naive, and that, like, that's just, it's just a bit ridiculous. But really, some of the stuff in it is so taboo. And some of it isn't taboo. It's just you go like when them girls went out and got completely off the face. And I'm going to say, you know, it's like, it reminded me of when I was younger and when I went out and got 
wasted. I mean, I don't, I used to party when I was younger. I don't do anything of the sort anymore. You know, I would be too afraid of dying. And again, that's not trying to get me out. myself In that club and she came out and she was all over the place and the stuff. And I thought, oh my God, I've been there. That is my life. And I'm not a woman yeah. going through that. And it was those little things that I go. And it's like what you said, I guess, actually, it's like that, you know, watching stuff that I'm not a Hollywood, you know, I'm not their, um, a multimillionaire, but watching things like, um, what's it called? Oh, I was just trying to think of something clever, but it wasn't really working. But what's the film with Leonardo DiCaprio where he's the Wolf of Wall Street? Titanic. Oh, oh that is <laughs> But still, not, I wasn't on the Titanic and it wasn't, you know, when the... <laughs> but I can still relate to the relationships that they're going through, you know, meeting somebody who's not really right for you and people say you can't. So it's finding that within it. But again, I think maybe is that the issue that as soon as something does become something different that we're not used to, because as people of colour not seeing yourself, you look more closely at stuff where you can't necessarily identify with the colour of your skin. But what you do is you look underneath it and go back and identify with the relationship whereas if people are yeah. watching stuff where they can identify with when they can't see that they're not used to looking any deeper so they just see that and then they're just waiting for something that they can go oh that's a person i can link on to it makes me yeah I've, I've spoken to um some friends and i've shown them the, the 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 poster um the poster's been everywhere she's got like the pink sort of hair it's just like her amazing face because she's absolutely stunning and I'm um, just even just from that we all do that with certain pictures or oh that's not really for me but there's a difference when someone looks at that picture and it's just this woman this strong black woman they're like oh no and it's like <laughs> oh, no I don't know I just find that a little bit like you know as where I'd be like if if someone shows me a trailer and I don't think it's for me um it's more like um Oh, I've seen stuff with that person in before and you know I've watched loads of things that person he just doesn't really make me laugh as much as this person you know like or but that 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 poster comes up and and it is what it is you know it's not like a countryside or it's not just um uh the font it's just this black girl really strong black girl and um yeah that's something you go oh no hey. it's not for me without hey. anything about it without explaining them or anything Aid is that because you know we like the mixed race black British experience? Like we're so British, we're so we can watch anything and we'll love it because it feels. But if you are not, if you are, if you don't even have, like I remember you aids ages ago saying to me that you went to a wedding uh, for one of yeah. your close close friends. Actually, maybe I shouldn't say this. I'm going to say, it. say it. Yeah, say it. and um, and you saying like. <laughs> not one black makeup artist or not one mixed race maker. Like I was like the only mixed race person at this wedding. Like, and I remember thinking, wow, yeah. But to me, I, that's to us. And I know aid to you, that is completely normal. But yeah. you are all of those people. Like I know that friend loves you to death as we all do, but like you're, you're the only representation <laughs> And you know, and she maybe didn't have any black female friends. Why is she going to sit through twelve episodes of May I Destroy You and go, you know, and be? But why not? But why not? Like, not even but why? It's, why? It's like, like we'll just try. You know, because there's some things that I know that I might not like, but but or I will always watch at least two. I think it's quite tight yeah. after one, you know, you know, people know what they like and what they don't like, but I will always watch at least two all the way through. And sometimes I've been like, oh, I'm not gonna like this. And the second one I've been like, oh, actually no, I do. And then I've been absolutely addicted. Mm. Yeah, well, I think also- so why not? Just watch, you know, things are on Netflix. Like, you can come and go as you please. Like, just watch two. Like, with anything, with something, anything, not just that. It's just, you know. There's something and it also just becoming the norm. And when you start seeing that more often, it doesn't become abnormal to see that and have to think, I'm going to sit through the black-led thing. That is why yeah. it's important for it to just become a bit more normal to see that type of poster and that type of person on the front selling a show, yeah. as it would be yeah. someone in a hijab or someone in a wheelchair. Like, just... I, I don't think I'd ever look at something and go, oh, no, that's not for me because it's got a black person on it or something. 
something and I think I'm like oh that looks interesting but no and I don't want to say I don't see color because I know I'll be in trouble but <laughs> because I just <laughs> I just might go oh that looks like that looks like a fun thing but I wouldn't look at the color of the person on the poster I'd just watch mm. it because or if or now you guys have told me it's really good I'm like well, yeah, I'll watch that because I get to watch a lot of scooby-doo because i've got children so i don't get so and you know you don't get the um the, the kind of um luxury of going oh well, i'm going to sit down and watch a box set and watch it all night because you know you're going to be up at five o'clock in the morning so if people recommendations to me i'll just watch it but i wouldn't think oh i don't know if that's me because it's about a strong black woman i go oh that person told me to watch that so i watch it so i suppose it is a weird thing to say i'm a middle class white person there's nothing in it for me but I'm not a black person, I'm a working class. Sorry to jump in. I think also that it's probably quite generational. I don't think my mum would enjoy it. She's a black female. Mm, yes. I think, I think she would enjoy seeing these this plethora of black characters in these amazing roles. But I do think a lot of the subject matter she would feel alienated from, you know, strong Catholic um Gonnaian woman. I'm not sure you would watch with your mum, to be honest. I mean, I'd encourage my No, but I'm saying that certain people might have a certain view of, you know, might not relate to those subject matters because of the generation they're in, potentially. And actually... Or I'm asking, I don't know if that's... Can I just bring this back to stage? Because a lot of the time, like, I feel that so many... Like, that's why I love working with you, Jen, because it, on on the last job that we did, because it was such oh, a... What, what was that? Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> just like, just being, because I found for us on that job, in the when we went into the rehearsal room, I remember thinking, because I was playing like this really neurotic, really neurotic character. And I remember when I started speaking, but I remember thinking, God, he's in this mixed race relationship. Just the fact that he's black... It, it puts a completely different spin on the character. And um, and and so I remember I took this article in to the director. She looked at me like I had two heads. And it was basically saying, um, the black man with the white voice and what that can do to you um, in the way that, because I was thinking, why is he so new as a black, you know, because, and actually it's because what we're used to seeing, you're used to seeing, Black girl, she's normally bigger, she belts, she's sassy, she's overly American. Do you know what I mean? She's really, she hurts that much more than everybody else. She cries that much more than, all of this. And then we just need to start seeing normal black people. Do you know what I mean? Normal black people who are just getting on with their lives. Yeah, because absolutely. We don't. And because mm-hmm. the casting directors, they want that girl to be sassy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, so, it's so annoying. I never forget, sorry, to, I'm going on a rant now. <laughs> but I never forget being in the wings once and I was playing a transsexual, right? And, um, and, and I'm in the wings. We were just about to go on for the first preview. And, and, um, and this lady comes up to, one of the women in the cast comes up to me and she goes, work it, girl. <laughs> and, I, and I just thought, <laughs> I saw, I thought, <laughs> I thought, what part of me, in this moment, it was a really sensitive storyline as well. What part of me looks like I wanna, I'm want? i going to go on and work it and give it a bit of sass? You know what I mean? When I was a really damaged transsexual. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just... I'm going to go on another rant now. Sorry, this is my rant. But like, we, like Donna, when you were telling me about what people have said to, you know, the incident on, with the bike, you know, when you said about when you've been riding your bike. And, oh, I get it all the time, babe. It's now, so annoying. I get one first. Yeah, I sure. Riding really, really, basically, the greatest thing about these Boris bikes is that you can get to work. Somebody who's late, you can get to work really <laughs> So I was literally really, really pedalling, really pedalling. And this white guy goes to me. <laughs> Go on, brother! Race it! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on the bike, and then I was, and I thought, and I thought, I've just been, I've just been abused. <laughs> I've just been abused only because it was a black, a black guy pedaling really fast down the road. I've got go on, brother, from this one. Leave me alone. Let me go on with my show. Let me do it. I need to work it. I don't need to be. Rory, raise it, bro. I just want to be left alone. I've had a drink. 
<laughs> but Ashley, were you just? You might have just been going really fast. <laughs> like, what's going What happened to you? Oh, babe. So I'm on my bike, right? I'm on my bike, or I'm in the swimming pool, whatever. Uh, and it always happens. So they always go. They look at me, look me up and down, and go, "Oh, good for you, love. Go on." <laughs> like. <laughs> and there was one time in this every single time I'm on my bike, I can't chip and do it now, can I? Because I got a bloody stolen from Aston the other day. Fuming. Fuming! Got <laughs> right through the bloody fucking bike lock. I bought that bike lock that day as well. Anyway, that's another chuffing story. Um so I was in the swimming pool and I'm quite good at swimming. You know, I'm not like Olympic kind of uh, um nothing to do with that. But I'm, I'm, I, I like a length. I like a couple of lengths, back and forth, back and forth. And this woman um, came came out of the water, and she just—it it felt like she was there about five minutes, just going. <laughs> and I said, "Is everything all right, love?" She was like, "God, you're fast, aren't you, for a?" <laughs> and I just went, "That's really shit." <laughs> really shit babe you've made me feel like shit she was like what do you mean completely oblivious so I, I, I just got out the pool because I felt like a bag of shit and I just was like why am I letting people and also why do people think they have the audacity to say this shit to us and that's how it. have you got the right to say that to me and yeah. make me feel like a bag of shit when I was just trying to get my heart pumping, babe. In her mind, she is so. Take offense. It's just so offense because in her mind, she's like, "Well, I'm paying you a compliment, so how?" Well, are you? of course. And it's just, where do people get off? But I also, I, 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 sorry, Jennifer. I was just going to okay. say, I could have said it to her as well because she was an older lady. Mm. I could have gone, "Good for you. You know, you're getting on a bit. You're probably about to drop love, but good for you. You know." But of course yeah. I'm never going to say that yeah. shit because it never enters my head. Yeah. Like also you you think before you speak. It's very, you know, it's just but like I say I get it every single day. I get it not every day cuz I don't what do work. What about the guy when you were riding your bike and you said and he was saying good for you love, you know. But well yeah, yeah, he just does it all the time. I was going up to the the local the local forest um where they have sort of boats that you can sound proper middle class but they have boats up at the uh the lake and so um i was on my bike and i was like oh can i possibly put my bike in your shed um just while i get a boat out he was like do you know what yeah you can because she took the effort to get on your bike today go on lass oh wow and i said don't worry about the bike um don't worry he was like what's up and i was like no it's fine i got the bike came home and cried all afternoon because I was just like I don't know I, I, I don't know why I cried well I did cry because it was it, it was hurtful but I just and then I got really angry I was like why did I say anything why didn't I say to that guy that you know and why yeah it was it's really confusing when people say this shit so it's just amazing that you'd share all of that Donna because I feel like that is so relatable and you change the subject matter to the colour of someone's skin. And if you're someone that thinks that you can't relate to it, I'm sure you can relate to all the things that you've just said. And I, I can, feels, I can definitely, yes, yeah, sorry. The same. It feels the same to me. Everything you're saying, I feel like, yeah, yeah, that's, and I've had that. All it comes down to, which I think is somebody going, they feel for whatever reason, they feel like they're better off than somebody else, be it because of the colour of the skin or the way mm. that somebody mm. And they think that they've got a right then to give somebody else praise because it's like, what makes you any better than me? It's well, like, if I'm a little bit bigger or if I'm a little bit darker skinned or whatever, I'm probably still fitter than you. I could probably run, ride this bike 10 times around you. Do you know what I mean? It's got nothing to do with that, but they feel like they've got a right because in their mind, they feel that they are better than you. And that's all it comes down to. I don't think they do mm. they're better. I think they're really insecure. I, I have it the other way in that whenever when I was working at the BBC, like <laughs> I'm four foot 11, six and a half stone. 
and I always have, and it doesn't matter what I eat or what I don't eat, I'm just always the same. Even when I was pregnant, got pregnant, and then probably just like the next day, and everyone was like, oh, you're so lucky. But then some people were like, oh, you look like one of those scrawny cats very quickly. And I was like, well, I am a little bit like a scrawny cat. But I remember being in canteen at the BBC, and every day they would tell me that I'm not eating enough, every single day. And I kind of decided straight away I was like I'm not really going to let this get to me because this is it's what you're lacking it's not what that they think they're better it's actually it's actually what they're lacking that make them say these things they're just idiots they're just idiots that was an arsehole that woman what what an arsehole what day to do it as well that's what I don't understand it's taking the time out of the day done I just I, I, I think it's about education as well. It's, it's about like, they think it's okay with the whole race thing, that generation, because they were older people, they think it's okay. Like I, older people and children, I don't really like, cause they're really honest. So when I like, you know, when I like um, did babysitting back in the day, they'd be like, why are you so far? I'd be like, fuck off. I didn't say that at all. That does, that's actually, <laughs> but, but they're so honest. And I'm like, God, will you shut up? And like, even old people, they'd be like, oh, you're bonnie. You're not pretty, but you're bonnie, which is like a Northern thing. Be like, bonnie's kind of like a, 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 a when you're plump, when you're, you're bigger, oh, you're bonnie, you know? So like, you just be like, oh, fuck off. So like, I, <laughs> think really, I think it's- Don, I think, you're, I always say, I think you're really pretty. Really, really pretty. Yeah, but you're it, you're we're the same age, babe. As in, like, no. or I mean, black don't crack, babe. How old are you? I'm older than you, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I'm not saying this. It's like I remember I when I first thought I was a lot bigger when I was younger. Up until like into my twenties, I was. And I used to get when I first started Brookside, I was a big lad. I was chunky, you know, to the point where it was Brookside that kind of made me try and lose weight because I got pulled into the office one day and they were like, oh, they never told me to lose weight, but they were like, oh, just to let you know, we've got a storyline coming up where you might have to take your top off. So we're just giving you boys time in case. It wasn't just me, it was all of us. But I remember when I first started Brookside, I'd been there a couple of months or wherever, walking down the street. Oh, hey, you, it's you. Oh, you're the fat one off Brookside, aren't you? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, nice one. But people feel like they've got a right to. And Sarah, I'm sorry. It is because they think that they're better. Because in their mind, they think, okay, you're a bit you're bigger. I'm better because I'm fitter and this. But I've got a right then to, or then on the other side of it, I have people come, have a <coughs> again, after I'd lost weight. Like, I, people probably, for years, my mum thought I had an eating disorder. But I used to just go out and, like, dance at discos for <laughs> nights on end and not eat. Technically, an eating disorder, yeah. So I lost so much weight, and then I started to go in the gym and training. But then the other side of it, it was like somebody posted a picture online, and it was, oh, it was a picture of me doing like a photo shoot, and I worked hard to get my body into shape and stuff. And so, oh, yeah, you know, he's a, he's a Bob Fock. Body of Baywatch, face of Crime Watch. Yeah, but he's ugly, his face is terrible. Like a prawn, cuts his head off. Again, it's fine, you kind of get over that. You bump into somebody on the streets, oh, 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 you're a lot better looking in real life, aren't you? It's like, what? People says that. <laughs> that was just. I think so. It's randomly Shane Lynch of all people from Boyzone. Like every time I do panto with him, sorry Shane for bringing you up. And every time someone saw him, they'd be like, they'd say something really rude about his music. Like people would come up, make the effort to come up over and be really rude about his music and I'd be like why, why do they just not ignore you why do they have to be rude and he says and I think this is true especially if people recognize you so this is slightly off on a tangent people are embarrassed they don't, don't know what to say they want to say something but they don't want to come across as being like too funny right. so they just say the first thing that comes out of their mouth and they don't even they they don't engage their brain whether that's offensive or not. They just say something. And I think, I'm, I think I'm probably the oldest here. I think at 46, I'm the oldest here. And I think, especially since I've had kids, whatever people say to me, I really don't give a fuck. I don't care if they like me. Sometimes I quite like it when they don't like me. I'm like, oh, I'm loving you for not liking me. That's really interesting. <laughs> I just don't, I honestly don't give a fuck. I don't what I look like I don't I don't care if I, you I think really that's partly because you're living in you're living not in London you've obviously got no. your beautiful kids 
obviously. Oh, I, I just realised life is so short. Life is so short. It is a blip. It's a blip, and it doesn't matter what your your you know whether like I, I don't I don't like my lips. My lips are really thin. So when you said about that woman said she's got really big lips, I was like, ah, oh, she's so lucky. <laughs> but but I, I've got to a point now where this is just my packaging, and we're here for such a short amount of time, and life is amazing magical there's so much to life so much and just doing this with you guys and meeting you amazing people and like I say watching Leon and Jennifer talk about just seeing that inner child come out of them and seeing them be excited about this TV program that's what life's about it's not about the dickheads that tell you that you're not this and you're not that let them let them ruin their whole lives thinking like that I, I just... Sarah Jane I, actually I'm gonna merge what Leon's saying and what you're saying it is insecurity. I, I think there is parts of insecurity and it is a kind of an entitlement that you feel that you can just go up and say something to somebody, which is ridiculous. I think, I must say, there's something that I've really loved about this lockdown because it's been just the other day, I think obviously being out in the industry that we're in, um, aid, Jen, Leon, all of us, you know, we kind of, you feel that you've got to fit into this box all the time of what you look like and you know there's certain you'll hear you'll hear people i've heard people say to bigger people don't lose any weight it will change your casting you know all of these different things <laughs> that people say and i feel how do we oh. i get what you're saying sarah jane for the first time in my life actually the other day i, started, I actually at full tail went oh i'm all right you're I'm, amazing no, but like, do you know what I mean? But for years, Adrian knows me so well, it would be literally tearing myself to tearing myself apart. You know, I'm um, the top yeah. of the scene. Adrian is a, a king dieter. I rang him and I was like, what do I do? He was like, you do this, 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 and this. I was then <laughs> ill for three weeks. Looked great, ill. You know, all of these different things. <laughs> <laughs> all of these different things. That's a, so, gosh, this could go on forever. We've got to round it up, because it's 30 do we have an because not every single episode has to be about race. Should we do something a bit more in depth on this? I think but, but the thing is that was but this is a prime example. Like what happened like tonight was perfect because you know we all related to um each other's stories in different ways. So I think naturally yeah. that happens, you know, for females, for bigger people, for smaller people, for black, for mixed race, for white. It's all of a much of a muchness. It's a thing that, you know, does need to be discussed because it happens naturally. Absolutely. And I think that there's that someone that hit the nail on the head i think it was you donna think before you speak you know yeah and, yeah we have to well, what are you saying you know sorry jennifer oh, i always you. cut you off baby cake and i should have thought i mean i say this all the time to you ashley so i feel like i can say it but i just didn't think before i spoke then when i said black don't crack what was everyone thoughts of that oh, I, I didn't think. I about Bill Burr and his comedy thing. I've been watching a lot of Dave Chappelle recently, which has been brilliant. I don't know if any of you saw Dave Chappelle when he did the bit about um, the, the kneeling on the neck, but it was amazing. It was amazing. It's so worth watching it. Um, it's not that funny. It's really hard sitting and awesome. But I also watched Bill Burr and he, his wife is back. He was talking about, I think it's Bill Burr anyway, I can't remember. He was talking about um, white people just don't put enough lotion on their skin. That's what's going on there. That's what he was saying. He was like, black people, are, he, he said that his, his wife was like, you're ashy, you're all ashy. And he was like, I don't know what you mean I'm ashy. What are you talking about, you're ashy? And she, he said that she ran her fingers along his arm. And he's like, ginger. She ran her fingers along his arm. And he said, I saw all this like smoke coming off my skin. And he was like, I am ashy. And he said, now I put on so much cream. So it just, it made me think of that. It made me think of, yes, why not? Hold on. you are hilarious. You are amazing. Sarah Jane, that was hardcore. It was brilliant. To be honest, I mean, I've been, there's worse things been said about me. And also, I that, that positive discrimination thing. Yeah, well, well, I'll take the good comments in a second. I really love what Adrian said about us just having a, a conversation. And actually, wouldn't it be great if somebody who goes, 
I haven't got any black friends. I haven't got any, you know, I just, you know, just don't, I don't know why. Like Miriam Margulies, she was got really proudly said it on the Graham Norton show. I just haven't got any black friends. And the whole audience laughed. Wouldn't it be great if we could all just sit around and actually, because what the conversation started about race and then it just went into every, because we're all going through stuff. Just as, yeah, a human, exactly. as human beings, we're all going through things. And um, we're going to round this up. I can't wait for part... Jen, do you see why it had to be a part four now? I know it was doing your nut in about the part two of part It three. wasn't doing my nut. I just thought... No, I, think this... I made the story. I just knew that that is like such a massive conversation starter. <laughs> um, aside from the banter. But we did have both in. So yeah. I'm interested to see what you're going to call this. Um, but just to answer Donna, like... Yes. I don't even know what the answer is, but I felt like you didn't get really get an answer. I just... I, I thought that was fine. And... I, okay. I had a flashback to the beginning of this conversation and going, are we getting too politically correct? I almost thought, oh, Donna's going to think something of having said that. That's interesting. Because I mean. also when Ashley, I asked the question then and you skimmed over it. So that's fine because I was going to call you after and go, I fucked up there, babe. What did you do? <laughs> Edit it, cut it, get me out. I'm coming off the pack podcast. <laughs> Fucking hell, can't, can't do it anymore. Um, but, but that's also the people that probably need to question themselves are probably not you. Like, really and truly, the people watching this, listening to this, I'm going to struggle, I think, to, to see that they're the people that really need their minds changed or... I agree. Everybody needs to think about it, don't they? But on the spectrum of, like, who needs to hear the most... We know that the people that are watching, that are listening and watching to this, and by the way, you can also listen to it as a podcast, you know, it's on Apple. I, I, um, but the people who listen to this, you are, are probably people who are of a like mind. It's like when you post on Facebook, yeah. and everybody else thinks the same as me. No, that's a closed bubble. In reality, it's like people who work. But you never know, maybe, hopefully, the people who are listening, somebody else might overhear and give them a little bit, oh, I didn't think yeah. of it. I don't get me wrong. I think everybody's learning something. I'm learning being a part of it. Same. But you yeah, wouldn't same. be a part of this discussion, Donna, I think, if you weren't sort of conscious in that way. Yeah. Sure. I'm full on racist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really just lying to his whole yeah. thing. I'm a fat shamer. I'm a fat shamer as well. the lockdown's been too long can we say i just need to do a shout out before this um for oh, the stop end. it ashley okay nikki go on. mullins nikki mullins she wanted me to name she was actually the girl who sent me in the question about her family um and she's about her brother sending her the racist pictures oh. and um and she wanted us and it was brilliant she actually sent him the episode um, watch, which well is, done, and that's brave because that's how it comes to families. Really, really, I love her anyway, and and the fact that she's doing that to start help out that conversation is amazing. I love you all. Next Sunday, yeah. next Sunday. big love, everyone. <laughs>